From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. To the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I'm sorry I'm fiddling around with a pair of unknown headphones I don't normally use, so these are quite uh, different. <laughs> well, kind, kind what's your, what's your special, th- you know, $10,000 ones? They're at the Casa. Okay. They're there. With I, the computer, I, they stayed together. Today. Yeah, I, all I did was I grabbed the, I, I'm trying to get a lightweight, dude. I'm trying to, like, eat up I see no, up. no backpack today. No, so I got. I brought the, uh, stole my daughter's iPad, and uh, I'm all good. And it's all, I, 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 could tell, I could tell from the pink thing. Yeah, that way, uh, I, that way you know it's not mine. Uh, I just got a text. My brother's truck was stolen out of his driveway last night. Oh, NG. Listen, no good. Are you this, kidding me? This this Wait, truck. The brother who lives here, right? And, yes, and top of Tampa Bay area. So it's in the Tampa Bay area, so it's probably not going to be too far. Great big blue F-250. Now, you can't miss this. What I'll, color blue? Like dark blue? Like Ford yeah, it's blue? A dark, or, it's dark blue. It's a Ford. It's not like IROC blue or no. Robin's Egg blue. Listen, this is the distinguished feature. On the back of it, it should have a team half-ass sticker. There's not too many blue jacked-up F-250s. When you say jacked-up, how high off the ground is it? It, it? It's up there. How, well, what's up there? You got a lift kit, 16-inch? I, I didn't you have a tape measure. It's not there to measure right what now. What size tires is it underneath? What's, what I size? I No. It's not my truck. Get your brother on a horn. I'll find out a little bit more. But it's just I just got the word just now. So if you see it, it will have a team half-ass sticker. What color is the sticker? White, white, and it will. Is have it on the window or on the tailgate? On on the back window. You are the worst witness back on the window. planet. Back window. I'll work on getting a picture of Jeez, it. Jeez, I can only imagine a cop trying to interview and you. It it will have maybe a bite me lure sticker on there, also white. Where is that located as well, on sir? On the back windshield. Back windshield. Back back window or whatever you want to call what it. What kind of tires are on it? Do you even know? No. Is what? it is this it extended is, is it extended cab? Does he have a cap on the back? Four door, two door, no, super no cab. cab. No cap. It's I'll a standard you, I'll cab. Get a little bit more information. I just got the text. Why don't you get him to call the dang show? And that way we can just get it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. True. True. Without getting the second hand uh, eyewitness I account. I don't do it that often. I gotta back him up on this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Carlos. Listen. Hey, yeah, you know, it's, it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna interview the cop. That's what you're gonna do. If you see it. Don't try and interact with it. Whatever it is, they're crooks. But uh, just just report it to Hillsborough County Sheriff's wherever you see it. Well, here or now, Pinellas here, County or here's the, here's the bad part. That's Bill's a, Bill's brother is usually listening to this show about this time, so it's on the radio. So they're pro- the crooks are driving down the road uh, right now, trying to figure out how to change the channel, listening to us talk about the car that they just stole. Well, maybe they'll just pull it over and put it in a nice place. It's sure. in a, it's, a, it's in a chop shop right now. No, not that quick. What time did they uh, 
did the perpetrator's lift said, is it Ford? Probably 4 a.m. Is it a Ford? Chevy? Dodge? Toyota? Ford F-250. Okay. Blue. Oh, oh that's right. Dark you said blue. that, but I never listened to you. Yes. So I don't. <laughs> what a team half-ass sticker. You yeah. make an excellent husband. And a bite me sticker. <laughs> what? Oh, wait. Hang on a second. Yeah. Oh, you did what I did. No, I did. I pushed the wrong no, one. No, no, no. Who's this? Good morning, gentlemen. That's Jonathan. Have you seen the truck? He took it. Have I seen? What? Oh, that, truck. What? That. Okay. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> His brother's truck got stolen. Yes, yeah. I heard. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. morning. Well, it's nice that we have our detectives out on the road as we speak now looking for your brother's truck. That's exactly why they pulled the kids out of the house. To get in the truck, we're going to go find Bill's brother's truck. If it's it's anywhere between Lake Wells and Washula, we got you covered. Well, it could be on its way to Ocala. Sheriff Sheriff Jonathan's on the road. You see that? That's right. I got a question. How how the Ava and the pig do? Um, last night I got seventh place because her we have to drop her protein. Oh, I have oh. to drop her protein. But oh. I showed today, so we'll see how it goes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were just we were being nice. We were being nice yesterday. Today we're gonna kick everybody's butt. Gotcha. Uh. Yeah, and everybody's going to go give you wonderful praise and how gorgeous that pig is, and then someday somebody's going to be going, pass the salt. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I've been known to be the angel of mercy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm glad uh, I'm glad that I had uh, old number one, the Terminator, fill in for me this morning. I yeah. appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Hey, you're welcome. Hey, the number one call. See, he said it. He hey. said it. No, <laughs> he, he said Terminator. Whatever. I'll take it all, man. I'll take it all. It's like, hey, hey Major Vince, League, baby. Major League. Come yeah, on. Vince is number three now. Mike Mike passed him. I'll give it to Mike. Hey. Jeez. So so you need to turn around and get one of those pigs that are black and white, and you can name it Hampshire? Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. Guess what? He, she's got I one. I have one. <laughs> that one she's showing today. That's what I'm showing today. But oh, you got to give it the name Salt and Pepper. Oh, his name, his name is Waylon, or Waylon Jennings. Well, I'm uh, sure that's an honor for him. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, if you're gonna pay, if you're gonna name a pig after somebody, you kind of got to go the opposite direction. <laughs> you got to kind of you know call it Rosie or uh, you know Ellen or you know something like that. Karen. Karen. That would be a good one. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> What's your pig's name? Oh, Karen. No. Karen. Um, I have. Two. My Barrow's name is Waylon, and then my guilt's name is Reba. Yeah, for those who out there don't know any words that you just use, have no idea what those mean, you might have to explain it. No one knows out there. There's a lot of people who yeah. don't know what a guilt is. They don't know. A guilt okay, is a female. A guilt is a female that has it produced, and then a Barrow is a female castrated a castrated boar yeah or barred barred hog you know yeah it's the kind of thing they took the bullets out of the gun that's right we might be having we're talking about bullets this morning yeah Yeah. we might be having one of those at the next panfish challenge empty shooter you know Mm. what what do you mean (laughs) they can't keep them forever what are you talking about the pigs the show pigs they don't keep them forever right no sir 
No, that's why I said later on, it's everybody's going to be giving it praise, but later on somebody's going to be saying, pass the salt. At, at the Panfish Challenge. Yeah. There you I go. May, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Unless, you, unless you're going to bid on it. Huh? huh? Oh, they, they take it to market? What do you think? They're going to give it away? Yeah, I've seen you people give them away. No. In New York, they give them away. They no. put a sign on the road. Yeah, pick up the pig. Not a show pig. Oh. Hey, we ain't, we ain't got to give anything away. No. We'll just go up to the woods and pop a couple in front of them. <laughs> That's the easier way to do it. Yeah. It costs less money in the long run. 22. Well, so I, I had them laughing out here. There's uh, certain people out here that they don't take the hunting jokes too well because I made one yesterday. I'm like, you know, I enjoy doing this with my daughter and my niece and everything else, but I'm like, I like doing this in front of a feeder when the feeder goes off and those yellow acorns hit the ground and they come running in and, you know, a sudden well, pop. And All I got to say is do not take Carlos hunting on a Sunday night and let him shoot three pigs at dark. Just don't, don't do that. Hey, I gotta let it out. I gotta let it out when I can, man. You know? Hey, bring it. What are you talking about? Bring it on, man. Bring it on. Hey, things gotta happen when they happen. Yeah. Matt, well, Matt, matter of fact, I can say this: I did. We did break in somebody at the the folks that were up there. A lady killed her first doe. So. Oh, good deal. You got a new hunter. That's nice. I like that. That's awesome. And she killed it with a crossbow. Oh, wow. That's oh. medieval. Yeah. I like it. I'll, I turn around. I Listen a little bit later. I have a question for Braden about muzzleloader guns based upon the commission meeting. I got to figure something oh, out. Oh, great. I, I, I was hearing something I really didn't know, but I, went, I, I, I just couldn't understand it, but... I'll ask him just here in a little bit. Yeah. Is this a throw, throw baiting under the bus type thing? No, 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 no. This is something new technology. I just don't understand it. Uh, okay. Speaking okay. of those newfangled well, bows <clears throat> they call crossbows that were here in the 1800s and whatever. Yeah. More like 1600s. I guess. 1600s, man. They've been around for quite a long time, Bill George. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, you guys go have fun with your pig. Yeah, good luck at the show. Yes, sir, thank you. Good luck. Coming thank first. You. Drive right. safely. There's a lot of Y'all pork. Be good, boys. There's a lot All of right. pork lives at stake. All right, we're going to take a real quick yeah. break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends out of Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be waiting on you. Come on, come on, you can do it. All right. Dashing through the snow in my rusty Chevrolet. Wow. Down the road I go, sliding all the way. I need new piston rings. <laughs> I need some new snow tires. My car is held together by a piece of chicken wire. Oh, rust and smoke, the heater's broke, the door just flew away. Good Lord. I light a match to see the dash. Welcome back. It is the big and wild. Getting into the Christmas spirit here in the before the uh, holidays, of course. Christmas just right around the corner. We hope you get the opportunity to hang out with friends and family, that's that, for sure. That there is the uh, good old Youpers, isn't it? That is the Youpers. And, and, and for a long time, I never knew what a yupa was uh, you know a lot of people did not know what they were or who they were until these all these songs came out uh you know grandma got run over by a reindeer the turdy point buck um uh, but the Rusty yuper, it, it, 
it's for the Upper Peninsula. Yeah, yeah, and then they are a totally separate breed so of you've heard human of somebody beings. Somebody from Wisconsin. Upper, upper. Yeah, it, it, it don't the confuse UP, them with the, the people UP. that are down below. Yeah. yeah, the UP. Yeah, it's the UP. It's the Upers, the Upper Peninsula. That's where they're from. It, which is basically like Florida upside down, stuck out into a lake. That area up there. On the phone, a guy who knows more than uh, about Upers than you and I put together, Mr. Uh, Charlie Oaks, is on the phone. Good morning, Charlie. How are you? I'm really good, man. You know, one of the most famous knife makers in history was a Uper. William Wales Skagel lived in Freeport, Michigan. Yes. And uh, his knives are worth a lot of money. Skagel knives, yeah, they are. William uh, Skagel, yeah, yeah, they're uh, they've been around for a long time. Uh, I don't think he's still around, is he? I think he's, no, he died in 1962. Yeah, I, I think he's. He uh, was 90 years old. Long wow. goner. Wow. But I don't. That's why his knives are worth a lot of money. They're hard to find. Yeah, they are. Well, uh, Charlie, of course, uh, you may know him from uh, Oxforge. If you are one of the people lucky enough to own one of his uh, black knives or one of the custom knives that he uh, puts his life's blood into, they're well-known, uh, at least within the area. If anybody who's gone to any of the Friends of the NRA banquets, Ducks Unlimited, uh, Wild Game Dinners, <laughs> usually Charlie, one of Charlie's knives is one of the top auction items that, uh, that's up on the table, and the bidding gets quite lively for the most part for one of Charlie's oh. little masterpieces. And uh, he's also one of those guys who builds a knife and then will call you in two years and complain that you're not using his knife enough. Well, uh, he I, likes to I see believe you that, you know, those things should be used, you know. I bought a really nice one. I remember from my dad. Do you remember that one, Charlie? The little, uh, the little uh, Skinner knife in the leather sheath, and he carried it all through his Bahama, all the island when he was gone for like two years. And when he brought it back, it was all rusty and kind of nasty and all that stuff. And I took it back to Charlie to have it reconditioned. He goes, now, see, that's how I like to see my knives. <laughs> I was like, okay. And when I told you use him, them, we clean them up. I, I told him, I said, I got a couple of his, you know, I consider to be collector's black knives. I have one of the silver ones, and I have one of the only green ones in a how Kelly green. How can a black knife be silver? Dude, bring one in so I can see it. I don't, I don't, and, I've never uh, seen one. I always tell him, I go, yeah, they're still in the safe. And he goes, it gives me this look like, what? Why, why are they in the safe, you idiot? I didn't make those things to go sit in the safe. <laughs> so he likes seeing my dad's knives because you know they're always either torn up, worn out. The you know the anodizing's worn off of them. They're they're beat up. But well, Charlie, I was saying earlier, may need to get you to make me a a series of fillet knives so we can send them to these FWC commissioners and. And now it's going to be an invisible fillet knife. It's just going to have a nice, pretty box, an invisible knife for all these trout, redfish, and snook we can keep down here. And that's that we can give them as a list, uh, fillet knife that they could use if they come. You know, I, I was thinking about making a, uh, an oyster knife since <laughs> they're not going to let them harvest any oysters in Apalachicola anymore. Correct. That is true. You'll have to be uh, harvesting your own somewhere around oh, the sewage outlets in downtown St. You'll Pete. be able to crank those out in about two, three days. We won't be able to harvest any wild oysters for the public, but yet there's people with leases up there that they plan on continuing to let them operate on their leased land, but not the public on the public land. Sure. You know how it is. So they'll they'll still be Apalachicola oysters in the grocery stores. Yes, only if you had leased land from the from the state of Florida, and they're going to turn around and continue to honor all those leases and let those people have a monopoly and kick out the people who are working it 
the hardworking men that are just working it on the public. Now, yeah. the oyster population has been devastated. Some of that has to do with the water flow coming from Georgia, and there's a lot of stuff going on up there. But, yeah, they're going to shut it down to the public, but the commercial sector that has leased land, they're going to continue to let them operate exclusively within the zone. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, well now, this one here, the reason I had Charlie call in, one, he was one who called me and said that he saw you, uh, you know, talking on TV. And <laughs> you missed my bright shirt since we couldn't be in person. And so, then we, uh, sorry you had to see that. Yeah, Charlie. that was horrible. <laughs> sorry. But then we uh, started talking about ammo, and I said, how are you doing with your uh, ammo supply? And uh, apparently he's doing pretty good. I said, please, please call the show tomorrow and let our listeners know that what you have available because uh, people are looking and they're paying stupidly ridiculous prices. And uh, I think a lot of them are kind of being flim-flammed, especially when you buy it online. And, of course, we're trying to keep people spending money here for local business guys and stuff like that. So, Charlie, what do you got? Where, where can they get it and all that good stuff? Well, I'm I'm sitting here in my gun store the Oldsmar flea market right now and i'm looking at uh plenty of 40 smith and wesson plenty of 45 auto plenty of 357 magnum uh little calibers i've got 25 auto plenty of that 32 auto plenty of that um rifle ammo i've got plenty of 243 30-06 a lot of 308 winchester hunting ammo and target rifle ammo awesome wow 300 Weatherby Mag, 300 H&H, 375 H&H, 458 Wind Mag, 4570, and 444 Marlin. Yeah. Um, I even have a box of 50 BMG. If you've got a big rifle, oh, sure. I got some ammo to feed it. Yeah. What, what, what is I got that some 556, five, 45 Colt, 38 Super. I heard you mentioned 38 Super today. Yes, sir. Um. Was 44 mag. Uh, I even have a couple of boxes of 455 Webley Mark II. Good Lord. Since I collect Webley revolvers. Jeez. 50 Action Express. Yeah. And not to be undone, but I have plenty of 12-gauge double-aught buckshot. Wow, well, that stock. one there, that's that's a gold mine wow. right there. That's, wow, that's, that's a tough good. one. Yep. Now, uh, I noticed you skipped over 30-30. You're still low on that, huh? I had a couple of boxes of thirty thirty last week, and a guy come in asking for some, and he decided he he wouldn't be satisfied with one box. He had to buy both of them. Oh, okay, but uh, you so know, pistol, pistol ammo is is really kind of tough to get, and uh, it was nice to hear you got nine and forty five and forty five long colt, forty four mag is another one that a lot of people are looking for. Uh, we were kind of uh, inundated with gator hunters this year, and forty four mag being a very popular uh, bang stick ammo. Uh, it, it went out the door pretty quick, and the forty four special did too. But um, it's nice to hear. Did you did do you have two seventy? Did I miss that? You got two seventy ammo? Um, let me look here. I don't think I have any two seventy. Right? No, I don't have any of that. Well, now, I, mean, I have a few. I have a few reloading components like bullets, brand new primed cases. But you know what's very very hard to get is primers. Yes. It's it's really small, hard especially small pistol primers are very very hard to get. Yeah, they're not easy. Uh, all the reloading stuff has gone the way of the dodo. It seems like as well. But uh, it, uh, with all the ammunition that you still have available, how can somebody get a hold of you if they can't make it all the way over there to to the flea market? 
Well, my my cell phone number is 727-410-3826. But I'm here all day today and split hours on Sunday, 8 to 10.30, and then 1 to 4 because I go to church. Right. But uh, now, uh, and of course, a-, a West Ten in the old Oldsmar Flea Market. All right, now on that one front there, row. What, what was it now? It's it's in the front row, the very front row of the market. Oh, okay, all right. Well, that's cool. Well, now this one here, if if you got somebody who uh, is desperately needing ammo, uh, I I know I was talking to Charlie. I said I had people that drove all the way over from uh, Newport Ritchie. For a thirty thirty, and also for a rifle, uh, so people are willing to do the drive if they oh, know that they can listen, get ammo. Listen, if you can't find ammo, anybody listening, drive over and see Charlie because I I travel all over the state and I always look and check. There is ammo pretty much nowhere. I mean, uh, people are willing to drive all the way from here or uh, North Tampa all the way down to Sarasota if they can find it there and. Uh, I, it's, I'm sorry. That's just the way we live right now. You got to go get what you got to get. Yeah. Well, I got a question for you. Is uh, you know the one gun that I've been looking to add to my collection somewhere along the line. I like to shoot big. You had the 50 BMG. What's that go for? Four dollars a round. Four dollars a round. That's I got. That's I have. A, I have a American Eagle Federal, ten round box here. Uh, it's forty dollars. Okay. Brand new bright ammo. Hey. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, everywhere else it's five dollars <laughs> and up a shot, so it's uh, it's not a cheap thing to do. Charlie, can you hang on for us? We want to talk to you. I got to take a break. Can you hang on for me? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I got customers here. I need to tend to. Okay. Uh, well, well, make them come back. People are already starting to show up. Well, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry to give you some business. Well, I'm going to put hey, you on. I'll talk to you guys again soon. All okay, right, fine. Thanks, All right, get out of All here. Right, All right, I'll, I'll give out your number before when we come back. All right, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll get to your phone calls in just a second. Hang on. We'll be right back. Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden, Carlos, Bill George, Diego, we're in the studio. We're live. We're here. It's a nice, cool, brisk morning. It's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a nice time to be out in the woods messing around. Uh, I would want to be, well, I don't know, wind dies down. Wouldn't be a bad day to go out, <clears throat> do a little fishing in some uh, warmer areas that you can get out there and get to. Some holes and pockets. <clears throat> if you're out there on a the lake somewhere, get up next to them tree. <laughs> keep keep out of the wind and you'll be fine. You know Glenn is out there hitting the 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 specs, I'm sure. Ah, you know, a lot of people are going out to try to get them, although uh, I think maybe this front right here will probably catch them a little more on fire, but before that, it was kind of hit or miss. I talked to a lot of people and they were kind of, you know, whatever. But uh before the break, if you missed it, we were talking with our good friend Charlie Oaks, uh Oxforge, of course, uh world famous knife maker, but also uh, has a little uh, little gun shop that he has out there at the Oldsmar Flea Market. 
Uh, I think he's only open on the weekends, uh, two days out of the week. And he has ammo. And he has ammo. And uh, he has a lot of good ammo that a lot of people are looking for. Uh, so if you uh, if you want his number, I'm going to give it to you once, and then I'm going to give you a little bit of time to scramble around and find a pen or ask your wife for her lipstick or whatever it is that you need to do to write this number down. So you're gonna you, you're gonna post it on the Facebook page. Too? I'm gonna put it up on the Facebook page a little bit later, but <clears throat> for those who want to get in on it and get in on it quick, uh, you know, Charlie already had customers <laughs> who were already lining up now, so. Um, Hopefully he'll be sold out by the end of the day. <laughs> have you ever been to that flea market? No. I haven't. I have. Uh, I haven't been to that one. Nope. No, nope. no, up in Oldsmar. That used to be one that we we used to go to a lot. Right, I see. Back it. I mean, in the I day, drive by it when I go to you know go to uh, Tampa Bay Brewing Company, but uh, I haven't been there. But that's, he's that's a very large flea market. It is, and it's one of the last remaining ones. Seriously, these days, I mean, a lot of them are closed down. The wagon wheels gone and. A lot of other ones are gone, uh, but um, if you've got your pen and paper and you're ready to go or you want to tap it into your cell phone, it is uh, 727-410-3826, and that is Charlie Oaks. And, and, uh, and tell, him you, tell him you heard it on the Big and Wild. Well, he's probably going to know that because he's got all these crazy people calling him on his cell. Who are all these damn crazy people calling me on my cell phone? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> but, again, the number uh, to get a hold of Charlie and uh, find out what information and what ammo he has available because he went down a pretty good list. And yeah. uh, no. 727-410-410. That's a pretty easy one to remember. And then uh, 3826. Pretty easy. 727-410-3826. And that'll get you a hold of uh, Charlie Oaks. And uh, either he can give you directions on how to get to Oldsmar Flea Market or uh, at least find out what Let, kind of listen, ammo he has before you make the I drive. have no problem in th thinking that our listeners can find the Oldsmar Flea Market because you can find it. And you are challenged. It's it's on the main road. On I directions. Know exactly. No. I, once I go to one place one time, I know how to get there. I mean, I, I I can't tell you how to, I can't tell you the roads to get to Glenn's house, but I can tell you I know exactly how to get there. Are you all, you all right over there? Yeah. I don't know. He bounced I, up. I, I don't know. He kind of fell. Phone's quacking like mine. I, I thought he was supposed to be out. Oh, now he's doing the old George, Bill George speaking. That's me and me and you now. <laughs> it's me and you. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is funny. He's one of those guys who's uh, you know, he's communicating with his brother. If you didn't hear at the. Uh, before, at the top of the hour, uh, Bill George's brother's vehicle was uh, lifted out of his home. His driveway. His driveway. It was stolen. It was a. It's a blue uh, F two fifty. It's uh, it's a four door. Was it a four door? I don't know. He showed me. A, um, I didn't see the picture. I think well. so, but it has a team half ass sticker and a bite me lure sticker on the window. Yeah, the back window. It, it's oh. lifted, and I, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that it's at least a thirty five inch tire. Uh, at the minimum probably and uh it wasn't taken very long ago uh he did have a security uh picture of it driving out of the area so it was kind of daylighty it's like early this morning but not extremely early this morning and what'd you say it looked like it had occupants in it two it, occupants? it looked like uh i couldn't tell but it looked like there was also somebody sitting in the passenger seat from the from the photograph so wow um it's one of those things where if we get some information and you happen to see it going down the road, 
uh, we would like you to report it to uh, the proper authorities. Well, is I this got an update? I turn around. The cops are still there working, canvassing the neighborhood and doing their thing, and they're still working with talking with officers right now. But it does have thirty-seven inch tires. Told you, deep dish fuel rims, and it is blue F two fifty. He's going to text me a little bit more info. Maybe so four door, Ford, Ford door, four door, Ford door. Yeah. Four door Ford, so it's a crew cab. Crew cab, yeah. So it's Big. a crew cab Ford on thirty seven inch tires, <clears throat> deep dish rims. It doesn't give me a Listen, color. It just tells me, you know, oh, and a, y- y- there's not going to be another one that, like that that has team half ass on the back and bite me lures. Yeah. So if you see it, <laughs> if you see there it, there won't the back, be another one of those. It's on the, the stickers are on the windows, not on the tailgate. Correct. Correct. Yeah, so look for it. It's on the back windows. I'm sure you'll be able to see it. And yep. If you see it, then uh, call it in. Call uh, Please call it in. 911 or whatever it is. And Not get 911. It. Find the police. Say, Siri, call Hillsborough County Sheriff. Yeah, well, or whatever you got to do. <laughs> 911 works, does it still? I don't know if it does or if not. If you call 911, it is a non-life-threatening emergency. First it's, things out of your mouth. Yeah, it's an auto theft. It's right in front of me. I'm driving down the road. It's a stolen truck, and they're looking for it right now. Um, and uh, it'd be funny if we got the guys actually caught before the end of the show. <laughs> oh, that would be. That'd be awesome. So uh, be on the lookout. Blue F-250 four-door crew cab uh, lifted on 37-inch tires with a uh, window sticker that says half-assed. and uh, Team half-assed. Team half-assed. And what's the other one? Bite, bite, bite me lures. lures. And bite me lures on the back window. Stolen at approximately this somewhat time last night, between last night and this morning, late night. Well, according to the photograph, it didn't look that dark. That's a photograph from when they got it somewhere else to get a general picture of what the vehicle looked like. Oh. I'll have to find out. Oh, okay. Well, our detectives are on it right now. Uh, also, uh, we're trying to uh, get a hold of our friends uh, Dan Knoll over at Deer Hunter Guns because I want to hear what he's got over there. Uh, you know, I want to see if he can go out there and uh, do his thing and uh, give us a rundown because, you know, he's always good at finding. <laughs> he's, read, he's reading a message what the? the teleprompter. Well, then nobody told me there's a message on the teleprompter. There's, so no, sec- there's no secretary here. So there's no one. <laughs> so there's no one at the store. Is that what he's saying? Help me out here. He just said, no, I'm five minutes up from walking out the door to go hunting, so sorry, guys. What the? Hey, no, listen. Hunting takes pride. Well, you know what? I don't have to talk to Dan or somebody else is going to be there, right? Or did they oh. just shut down the shop today? The truck was stolen at 5.08 a.m. It's a 2006 F-250 6.0 turbo diesel, 6-inch lift, painted blue, 37-inch tires with 12 or 20 by 12 deep dish rims. Has chrome sticker on the back window. In the middle says, Dirty Diesel. Also, a light blue painted axle cover. So, that's some more information. Wow, that was only three and a half hours ago they took it. So, the differential is painted? Is that what he's saying? The differential yeah. cover is painted a light blue? Yes. But I didn't hear any mention of half-ass sticker. Well, I, I know it's on there. And what was the other chrome sticker that's on it, there? It's uh, Dirty Diesel. <clears throat> dirty Diesel. So, dirty diesel. Uh, dirty diesel sticker, half-ass sticker, and bite me lures. Bite me lures stickers on the back window. There's a trend going on right here now. Well, I mean, uh, I would hate to say that somebody saw the two out of the three go. Well, there's a dirty diesel sticker on there. That's obviously not the same truck. This is why you have to have all the information. <laughs>
Yeah. It's it's rapidly developing. Apparently not. It started happening at 5 o'clock this morning. We got plenty of time. Three and a half <laughs> hours to get it right. I yeah. mean, uh, they, but could, they could be in Jacksonville right now. Three and a half hours, uh, almost to Tallahassee. Be pulling to in be there. more specific, team the team half-ass sticker is on the left side. The bite me lures is on the right. And the chrome <laughs> dirty diesel is in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> Okay, so half-ass is the driver. Is this a six-inch sticker, or is it an eight-inch sticker, or is it? So so the half-ass one is over on the... And if you've ever gone fishing with my brother or done anything with my brother, you will understand that the sticker is appropriately labeled. The Bite Me Lures one? No, no, the (laughs) half-ass. That's why it's behind the driver. Yeah. The bite me one is over on the passenger side, and the dirty diesel right. is in the middle of the uh, it, back if, window. It, you know what? It figures he's related to Bill George, okay? Because well, I've had many outings with Bill George, and uh, yeah, special, special kind of uh, person. Why, why would you live? Why would you steal that truck? That's what I'm thinking. What What would be the purpose? Oh, uh, brother, that, they probably want those rims, man. They That's it. Want, yeah, man, just for the rims. Tailgate, tailgate. tailgate. There's kids. There was a truck up on 39, evidently broke down, pulled over. The whole truck was parted out overnight. Axles pulled out of it, everything gone. Wow. That's because they planned they it out, parked, man. They, they planned parked it out. what I thought was a planted car there for a long time. Nice, nice little car. Not touched. Big truck, boom, gone. Pieces. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Apparently, if you need a new truck, <laughs> he better go see Brooks. He might go see Brooks yeah, over at Brandon Ford. Take that insurance money and go over there and get him a brand new F-250 over there at uh, Brandon Ford. You can, too. Go over and see him today. Lots of great holiday deals going on right now at Brandon Ford. Yeah, can go see team, team full ass sticker. Yeah, and we'll be right back. I'm a deer hunter, how do you do? I got the deer hunting rapping tail for you. I'm so excited, it's my favorite time of year. I love to feed my buns, chasing trophy deer. But don't clap your hands to the stomping of the feet, cause yeah, he's like me. He can't, he can't keep a steady beat, no. Come on, I guess get with the beat, hey. I got a great big knife, cause the hunting is my life. It's my chance to drink beer and get, get away, away from, from the, the wife. wife. It's the boys' night out, acting stupidly. Say now, baby, baby, yeah, don't you think maybe how about you and me, yeah? <laughs> oh, welcome back. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden is on the phone, trying to get an update on another place that has ammo. And uh, Carlos went to get him a drink. A little few more in here, all by your lonesome. Boy. I'm here by my lonesome, Diego. You're gonna have to come on over here to this side of the old glass. <laughs> so, have you ever heard those songs before that that you've been playing, or is that a new thing for you? Uh, this I've never heard. This obviously I've heard. Grandma got run over by a reindeer, but uh, I think maybe Rusty Chevrolet. I mean. I, I've probably heard of that before, but it's it's just not, not in your uh, genre that you normally would listen to. So, but 
No, these were these were some good old classic songs back in good the day. Good old up north songs. Well, I mean, Grandma got run over by a reindeer is all over the place. But, yeah, that one's a classic for sure. But, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, Braden, do you have an update? <laughs> yeah. Yes? Yeah. Uh, Charlie is uh, getting lots of phone calls. He actually had a guy call from Sarasota as well looking for a 6.5 Creedmoor. So, uh, by the way, he doesn't have 6.5 Creedmoor, just so you know. But I... Dan, I tried to get Dan on the phone from Deer Hunter Guns, and, and he literally was walking out the door to go deer hunt and was like, Listen, later, bye-bye. But the store is still open, and everybody's there, and, uh, of course, Dan's not. But uh, I was trying to go down the line of ammunition, and I know what it's like when you're going, how's the ammo supply Listen. going? And they're going, and they're going, uh, we have ammo. And I says, well, let's go through the list. And um, they do have 270. The only 308 they have there is full metal jackets. Um, pistol ammo is extremely low. No 3030, no 35 Remington. Um, and I think she said they were out of 30 out six. But it's right down the street, Deer Hunter Guns, right there on Gulf to Bay, right across the original Hooters. Uh, if you're going to go up to see Charlie, do yourself a favor, just zigzag. It's right there. <laughs> Take McMullen Booth Road, go across the Bayside Bridge, turn left. Go down Gulf to Bay, right across the original Hooters. There's a red light. Pull in. As soon as you pull in, there's your Hunter Guns. You go in there, see what they got. They ain't got what you got. Get back in your car. Go back over. Get on McMullen Booth. Go up. Take a left. Go down towards Oldsmark. Go to Oldsmark Flea Market. Go see Charlie. It's all in one straight shot. It's easy peasy. Hey, when they have ammo right now, you may be good. But chances are, if things don't change here in a little bit, uh, what what were you hearing? Projection sometime next year get caught up. Well, the <clears throat> the thing is, is uh, the story that I I put up on a, a Facebook page that this is how Facebook works. By the way, uh, it literally got shared in probably some of the largest gun groups uh, in on on Facebook when it comes to firearms and all the other happy stuff like that. And, uh, of course, each group has over at least 20,000 members in each each one of the groups. But yet, somehow or another, Facebook tells me that it only reached around 700 or 800 people. <laughs> when it's been shared 11 times, I really don't see that that's uh, a truth in that. Uh, now it's been shared 12 times. But it, it came from American Rifleman was a story that came out uh, this month. And they were talking... Of course, American Rifleman is associated. It's a magazine put out by the NRA, so they're pretty close to the, uh, you know, the ammunition world. And the headline on it is "Ammo Shortage Will Last Deep into 2021." And what they did is they they spoke to the uh, CEO and director of Vista Outdoors, and Carlos can tell you that Vista Outdoors basically has their fingers in almost everything. Everything when it has to do with outdoors, from Plano to, uh, to from tackle boxes to tents to whatever it is, uh, they own uh, just it's a conglomerate of outdoor stuff. And according to the director Christopher Metz, during the company's quarterly meetings during a call last month, indicated that the ammunition will continue to be scarce well into 2021. It says we currently have over a year's worth of orders for ammunition in excess of $1 billion. He said in his opening remarks, this is, an unpre this is unprecedented for our company. 
with demand far outstripping supply and inventory levels in the channels at all-time lows, we still see a continuing strong demand for ammunition and a caution that there are notable differences between today's low cartridge inventories and that of 2016, which may indicate that the current situation may be longer lasting. He explained that the volume of new shooters is also one of the driving factors in it. And according to the National Shooting Sports Foundation, as I mentioned, there are approximately 6.2 to 7 million new shooters in 2020. Well, and and when we turned around and we had all these riots and that, I, I knew people who, who were not normal people who had guns all of a sudden were becoming gun owners. That was something that was was a serious concern to them not that not that it was highly probable but all of a sudden you had people starting to go out and buy guns for for self-defense yeah and if, and, uh, and at this rate what they're saying is at this rate uh is more than twice the number of new shooters than the former surge and um it says that uh not only are there uh, ammo supplies but now there all the uh reports are uh, shortages of uh, range ammunition and backlog firearm safety classes around the oh, country. So. Well, I, I know what I'm going to do today when I leave the show and get back home. What? I'm he's going to go, gonna I'm go a, see I'm how go, much money he's got. Yeah, in the, I'm going to go through my ammo cans. I got about six of them. I got one of the big giant military ones, too, and I'm going to go through that and take a little inventory and yeah. hold on to it a little longer when it gets even worse. <laughs> Well, and uh, then I'll put it on my gun no, broker no, selling listen, account. Listen, <laughs> you better go and sell it now. Well, Vista Outdoors, as as I mentioned, was part of the owners. Uh, they purchased the uh, ammunition factory in Loanoak, uh, Arkansas, Lonoke, Arkansas. That was part of the Remington breakup when they took that over. Roanoke. Yeah, Roanoke. And they said that they have now the Remington Outdoor uh, ammunition section is turning it back towards production or at near full capacity. So they're they're still pumping it out. Uh, the Northwest Arkansas reports that 300 employees furloughed by the former plant owner, and the plant will be soon uh, back up to full capacity with um, already there's still 400 workers that are still in the facility. So they're bringing all those people back in and saying, man, get, get back you know to work. What? So. They'll, they'll probably put a third shift, you know, if they haven't already, and just run 24 hours a day. The well, thing is, it, if they're, they can run a machine longer sometimes, but if if primers are your limiting factor, it doesn't matter how long you can run a machine or how many people you have. Yeah, if you don't if, have the components, if you don't, if you're missing a component, you're you're stuck throttling to oh, whatever yeah. that yeah, is. Yeah, you're well, done. You're at a standstill. Well, like I said, talking to uh, a friend of mine who's well connected in the uh, government uh, areas. He said, you got to remember that not only the military just spent a kajillion dollars for ammunition, <clears throat> law enforcement, DEA, everybody else, Homeland Security just spent a kajillion dollars on certain types of ammunition. Most of it is 9 millimeter. Because the world was going crazy. 9 millimeter, 300 blackout, all those things, they're all being manufactured. But you're talking about, uh, you know, multi-billion dollars that are being spent on ammunition for not just the general public, but also for law enforcement and military. Alan's on the phone. Good morning, Alan. How are you doing this morning, my friend? Doing well, doing well. Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody. I'm not sure if you guys will be on next week, but if 
Yeah, it's not Merry Christmas in advance. We'll be here. Uh, ho, 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 ho. I never did get your side of the story. Uh, I talked to Bill, and he said that he got to meet you out at the park, and you guys hit it off pretty good. Uh, he said he liked you, but I heard you didn't like him, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a great guy. Uh, we we probably talked for close to an hour. That's and, awesome. Uh, let, let his boys uh, let his boys climb, climb in my rig and got some pictures and. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a high energy group of kids right there. You ain't lying. <laughs> you are not lying. <laughs> I said I, I told him I said God bless you, man. That's like having lab puppies. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I'm sure oh. he walks out the door. I'm sure the one that really needs a blessing is Mama. Yeah, that's why she needed that day off. It literally, it's like having three little Tasmanian devils. They just kind of like and they and they go all over yeah, the place. It, it's it's all good though. You, you can tell they're, they they love their dad, and, yep. it, and it feels likewise. But uh, yeah, it was great to meet him. That's cool. Now you, know, uh, you, you, know, you, you set people up for failure, man. You said how good you were about directions, but you just told people to uh, head uh, north on McMullen Booth and take a left to go to Old Mar. You're going to wind ah, up Clearwater. Yeah, Listen. well, either that or they'll be out of you know out on the honeymoon island or something, Listen, uh, which is all right. <laughs> That's what I said. Care. If Braden can find the Old Mar flea market. I, I'm confident in everybody else because yeah. he's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. I was thinking, you I know what? I heard that and I said, no, it's a right. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I, anything because I'm terrible too. I was thinking yeah, of the I left. Play. I was thinking of the left that you, once you get off the Bayside Bridge, you know, you have to go left on Gulf to Bay. And so that I had, right. left, I had left in the brain. So, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, uh, you know, I claim uh, St. Pete because that's where I work, but I actually live in Safety Harbor, so I'm uh, yeah, familiar with that area. Thanks, yeah. thanks for correcting them, Alan. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't catch it. Call in every week, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> he messes up every week. Well, if you yeah. need if you need ammo, Alan, uh, apparently uh, yeah. they they well, uh, they got. I learned my lesson the hard way back in '08, and uh, after the things calmed down after uh, that uh, last push to take everything away. I, I I invested heavily in a, a reloader and lots of uh, powder and primers and casings, and so I uh, I roll my own now. So yeah, well that's if, as nice. long as that lasts because nice. it's it's hard getting components as well. We get it, it's gone in in typical succession. You had all these people who bought guns, and then they realized they need ammunition, and now the ammunition is gone. So all the uh, the reloaders saw the uh, writing on the wall and started ordering all the supplies that they needed and now the other reloaders who are late to the table are are, yeah. are scrambling and can't find things uh, they're they're all in there saying man it's impossible to find if i might find primers but they're so expensive and i have to buy them but now i can't find powder and um yeah. it's uh, worse than it's worse than the stock market it is but i'm telling you <laughs> it's it's getting to the point where depending on the kind of ammunition that you have it's almost you can almost put them in classes of precious metals I mean, if you got thirty thirty or any kind of hunting ammo right about now, this time of year, it is worth gold. And uh, if it's uh, extremely good or defensive ammo uh, when it comes to uh, uh, pistols or handguns or anything like that, it's almost like platinum. I mean, it's, Absolutely. it's crazy. Wow, uh, wow. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting nuts out there. But, you know, it's one of those things where I hate to say it, but like Carlos and me and Bill George and others that in my circle where, you know, uh, Steve Austin's the one where you get called gun nuts all the time because you're the guy who walks to a gun shop and goes, hey, they got a pretty good price on these uh, 38s. I think I'm going to buy a couple boxes. you know. And you, and you just buy them when you see them. 
And then next thing you know, you got two or three cases of it. So when this kind of wind blows yeah. through, you kind of go, "Well, I ain't worried about that. I got, I got this." Yeah, I've I've bought a few guns in, in reverse order like that before. Some guy gave me a deal one time on some ten gauge ammo at a at a rummage sale up in Wisconsin, and next thing you know, I had to go looking for a ten gauge because I, <laughs> I had the ammo, but I didn't have the gun. Yeah, well, you know, it's like what Carlos said. You got to go through. I mean. Steve had a, a friend of her, a friend of his. It was a girl who bought a 380, and she didn't have any ammo. And he called me, and I said, "I don't even own a 380, but yet I have a box of it in the safe." I said, "Here, man, I'll just give it to you," you know. And it, it was in there. And uh, I think I have maybe 20 boxes of 22, 250 left over from my old uh, Prairie Dog days, and I don't even own the rifle anymore. So I'm uh, I'm with Carlos. I, I have th- access to one of those. I think uh, I'm gonna have to put that up on. Uh, you know, gun broker or yeah, something, and see what I can uh, trade I, I, for that. Yeah, extra cash for the for the holidays or cash whatever. Smash. Man. I don't need to. Ca- I'm looking at maybe trading up for some, maybe some 44 or something like that. Or see a papoose. What I, a what? A papoose. Papoose. Yeah. What is Marlon a papoose? Papoose, man. Jeez, yeah, well, Alan, thanks for the call. We're going to break. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carlos is going back in his papoose. Yeah, stay, stay warm out there, Alan. Thanks for what you do, my friend. Will do. Merry All Christmas, right. man. Hello, we'll talk hello. to you soon. Merry Christmas to you. All righty. We're going to take a break for the top of the hour. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number three is right around the corner. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Go get you a brand new car or truck today. they got great holiday deals going on right now. We didn't know what to think of him till he sang. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad.